Old Navy recently stirred up a lot of controversy with an ad that featured an interracial couple. Show the ad. There's the ad right there. And, you know, it's a great ad. Many people applauded the ad. But believe it or not, some people were offended by the sight of an interracial couple, and they threatened to boycott Old Navy. Kind of hard to believe. Yeah, in this day and, day and age. And age yeah. Right. yeah. Now, personally, I think seeing images of interracial couples is yet another powerful tool in our country's never-ending fight against racism. And here to comment further is our good friend, Dion Cole. Let's get him in here. Dion! <laughs> Thank you, Conan. I completely agree with you. The more people that see images like this, the sooner racism will become a thing of the past. That's why I'm here today to do my part. Cindy? <laughs> Deal with it, America. Okay. <laughs> That's just people trying to push narratives. People want people trying to, oh, look, things are, things are okay and they're kind of cool and, and it's part of, like, breaking down the, 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 the black family dynamic, like, why we never see? Why, why have we never seen full black families, but somehow we're magically at black and white families? Like what the fuck? But we see full white families all the time. There was a lot of talk about uh, the white race, I guess, eventually going extinct at some point. You know, here's the deal: white people are shrieking as a people group. If you look at their birth rates, they have some of the lowest birth rates in the world. That's why, if you notice. On the census, every 10 years, they're adding different groups of people into whiteness because the traditional white people in America, white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestants, they're a small number. So that's why now, if you look on the census, Latinos are considered white. The, the, the U.S. is at a demographic tipping point, a genuinely historic moment. 2013, it was the first year that a majority of U.S. infants under the age of one were non-white. By 2016, white deaths had outnumbered white births, but America's overall population, it's not expected to decrease. And that's because the black, Asian, and especially Latino and mixed-race populations, they're also growing, they're growing fast. So another way to help their numbers grow is by infiltrating other people groups through interracial marriage. You can't turn on the television uh, today and not see at least three or four commercials where there's uh, a black person and another person of a different ethnic group in a relationship. You see it all the time throughout TVs, throughout television, especially in commercials. And I definitely think uh, those images, you know, play a huge role in people's psyche. I have They were always going to be accepted. I think that their sole responsibility is to meet other biracial people or other people outside of their black origin race and to contribute to the further eradication by simply just living life. Interracial dating 
it's kind of tearing that line of, okay, well, if we can't get rid of you, then we're going to integrate with you so that we're still here um, and that we still have influence or impact on the culture, on you know the perspective um, or on the narrative. Hello, is everyone having a good day? Good. Guess what? This video is showing you what to know before dating a black man. <laughs> Here are some things that you should know before dating black men. For some reason, they're really sensitive when it comes to talking about black culture. Not me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they use the N-word and you just have to be okay with it. Yeah, that's true. You gotta, but, but you I don't can't endorse use it. it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You can never touch their hair. You don't have hair. Oh, <laughs> and you should never say that to a black <laughs> Yes. Definitely don't say that. For some reason, they're sensitive about their culture. <laughs> I don't know. Why would they be sensitive about their culture? I don't know. Is it that they were ripped from their homeland and enslaved for over 400 years, followed by uh, Jim Crow and segregation and all types of systemic racism? <laughs> I don't know. The culture is like kind of the only thing they have. <laughs> I, I might be sensitive about it, but uh, what do I know? But <laughs> Black people were not brought here to really to thrive and to become a, a race of people in, in the country. To, that was never the intention. And so whatever systems and tools that people can use, whether it's the foster care system on down to the media and showing as a showing as a young black man watching light-skinned women on TV and seeing, seeing black men get with white women or light-skinned women, then that's what you're trained and thought to do. It's being pushed up to the forefront now, but you're going to create a divide where you start having people say, hey, I'm, I'm not with that, that's not me. Um, you'll have part of the black community say, oh yeah, you know, I don't mind, I don't really care. You know, I just want y'all to show, I just want y'all to see, it does not benefit the black community to be having all these mixed race babies who are not loyal to us. I have nothing against mixed race. Cause they are be fully African in my opinion. I was gonna ask you that, what do you think? I have of no problem with a okay. mixed race African. I judge all black people. I don't care if you're from Africa, cause I'm a Pan-Africanist, so it's all one family for me. I don't care if you're in the Caribbean, Brazil, Europe, Australia, the continent, Canada, Two things, two things. Are you biologically black and are you psychologically black? And when I say psychologically black, do you identify with your primary race? Naomi does. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So if you are psychologically black yeah. and you are biologically black, I treat you no different. I don't care if you high yellow with green eyes or blue, black, purple. I don't get into this color game because I think part of the petty differences we have as a people is we over accentuate this light skin, dark skin, nappy hair, straight hair thing too much. Mm -hmm. And it's killing us. It's the blood. The first color on this flag is red, red for a reason. It's the blood that makes you African. So I would never mistreat a mixed race African. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to make sure they understand you will not perpetuate the snow bunny crisis. If we want to keep this train moving because we know that there are systems in place that's, you know, reducing and minimalizing and ceasing our existence. We need all that we can, you know, we need black everything. You know, we tend to see, you know, um, products of interracial dating, marriage, et cetera, you know, not having that full, you know, pro-blackness, right? So, you know, you know, I think if we're going to promote interracial dating, you know, it needs to be done right. You know, you know, it shouldn't be done on the basis of, of, of hatred for black men, black women, and, you know, and, like in the black community in general. Why are you here? My situation is a little bit different because I traveled a lot when I was a kid, very talented, very gifted musically. So because of that, when I came back to my neighborhood, when I was dealing with certain black women, 
You're different. You talk funny. You dress funny. The music you listen to is funny. I don't like being because I had flip-flops on or I had a turtleneck, I'm gay. The problem I'm having is just because you're more my culture and you're black, you don't get a pass. All the women in my family, I got a side of cousins that made me feel weird about that. How can anybody make you feel anything? You get to choose how you feel. You don't know that when you're kids, it's a psychological but imprint. You, what does that have to do with today? Now, with a black woman, uh -huh. I have this in my mind before I even talk to you, she's gonna think I'm weird. And that bothered me a lot. If we're gonna get serious about doing the work, then we can't keep trying to escape blackness, you know? Um, and I think that that's something that we do often. Um, and I get it. It's hard, but it is what it is. And if we're gonna improve the conditions of the next generation, we have to do the work. You have to stay in the community and do the work. And that's just not happening with us. I consider the word interracial to be interresponsible. It is your responsibility if you date that. another person of their culture, get to know their background, exactly. get to know their heritage, their traditions. Not all cultures are the, are the same. Mr. Wong might not have it with Miss Mai, yeah. and, and then we might have different cultures that we do, you know, um, in different ways. But most important thing is to venture outside of your safe zone because there's something else out there that you could learn from and really learn to benefit yourself. Well, as long as you contribute to society in a positive way and you ensure that your morals are being stated and clearly seen, I feel like you're doing justice to your people. And as long as you honor your ancestors and you understand exactly who you are, where you come from and what they fought for, then where is there the harm in letting someone know that I love you despite your color, despite your background, I just want you to know that we all belong to a better world. We all belong to more love and more life and more knowledge. Because that's what happens when interracial dating happens. People get more knowledge. You learn about totally different things, two different worlds that you would never even think really or was told aren't supposed to connect or collide, but they do. Why do we hate? We hate because we're taught to hate. We hate because we're ignorant. We're the product of ignorant people who have been taught an ignorant thing, which is that there are four or five different races. There are not four or five different races. There's only one race on the face of the earth, and we're all members of that race, the human race. But we, but we have separated people into racists so that some of us can see ourselves as superior to the others. We thought it would work, I guess. It hasn't worked. It has been bad for everyone. But it's time to get over this business. There is no gene for racism. There's no gene for bigotry. You're not born a bigot. You have to learn to be a bigot. Anything you learn, you can unlearn. It's time to unlearn our bigotry. It's time to get over this thing, and we'd best get over it pretty soon. I'm an educator, and it's my business as an educator to lead, lead people out of ignorance. The ignorance of thinking that you're better or worse than someone else because of the amount of a pigment in your skin. Pigmentation in your skin has nothing to do with intelligence or with your worth as a human being. It's time to get over that. On the next episode of No Church in the Wild, we'll take a deeper look at the healthcare system and how it has historically failed the black community.